0: luke chapter 24 verses 13 through 35 that very day two of them were going to a village named emmaus about seven miles from jerusalem and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened while they were still talking and discussing together jesus himself drew near and went with them but their eyes were kept from recognizing him And he said to them, what is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? they They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them named Cleopas answered him, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know about the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, what things? And they said to him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before god and all the people and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him but we had hoped that he was the one to redeem israel yes and besides all this it is now the third day since these things happened moreover some woman of our company amazed us they were at the tomb earlier in the morning And when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who are with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, oh foolish ones and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets had spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets He interpreted to them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he were going further, but they urged him strongly saying, stay with us for it is toward evening and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them and their eyes were opened. And how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread this is the word of the lord thanks be to god all right barrett so we are we are dangerously close to finishing out luke's gospel yes and we have this really interesting story tucked in here at the end where you know jesus he in in a very incognito fashion, appears to it
1: is kind of a funny way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which starts. you know, at this
0: point of you know hearing all Jesus' teachings, like we we would expect nothing less than a, a strange yeah uh, appearance at the end to where upend he's like our masking
1: himself and he's like what things? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know,
0: yeah. And then you know he. He gives them what is likely probably the the greatest sermon of all time, where he explains yeah. him where Jesus is hidden in all the scriptures yeah, and then he he acts as if he's going to go farther, and they compel him to stay. And then once right. he blesses some bread and breaks it, they recognize him, and he vanishes. Yeah, what a what a story! So
1: it is a crazy story, and I've I feel like there is a some good stuff to learn here.
0: Yeah. Because... Do tell, do tell.
1: Yeah, so like in, in verse 26, it especially stands out to me when Jesus, you know, he, he ends up revealing that it's it's actually him. <laughs> and, he, and he says, was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And begin with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted them. And you're saying that's like the greatest sermon uh, ever. And it probably was. Um, so it's kind of interesting Work with me here a little bit, will?
0: Bear, I am more than happy to work with you. Okay,
1: <laughs> thank you, because I'm going to need you for a second. All right. All right. Um, so he's Jesus is saying, was it not necessary that Christ should suffer these things and enter into His glory? He says it as though they should have known this. Mm-hmm. the The problem is. The Old Testament is like quite cryptic mm-hmm. in terms of how these things were going to unfold. Sure, and it was actually like a great surprise the fact that Jesus was born of of you know of Mary and Joseph was a carpenter. They were from Nazareth. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't like of royal blood in the you know in the uh, in the um, palace of sure. you know yeah. King David's descendant and and royal blood and, and, you know, a big to do, um, birth and, you know, obviously like born in a stable and there were shepherds that came to him, you know, the whole thing was was like very unlikely, very unlikely. And so very unexpected. And there was no one really in Israel that understood how these things were going to unfold. And even during his ministry, he tries to, at certain times, like let his disciples know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at certain times it says that he's actually like concealing these things from them from like really understanding it. So it's like, well, that's kind of sneaky. I mean, you're concealing it, but like now you're telling these guys on the road to Emmaus, like, didn't you know that like the Christ was supposed to suffer and enter into his glory? And so it, so It's, you know, and so I don't think Jesus is saying like, it was so obvious. You should have known all these things. I think he was basically, it's basically like a lead into, I'm about to like explain to you from the Old Testament, from the Hebrew scriptures, I'm about to blow your mind and interpret those scriptures in a way that shows that I am the fulfillment of everything that was written in those.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And so I, I think that's what's going on. And I mean, I think you're right. Like what we would give, I mean, hopefully maybe one day, like in the new heavens and new earth, maybe Jesus will go back and he will preach this sermon to all of us. Yeah. Like on the road to Emmaus. Yeah. This will be like the keynote, you know, uh, Session, yeah, 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 you know? plenary one, <laughs> yeah, plenary one. There's only one plenary, and yeah. he's gonna go back and he's gonna interpret all these things, uh, because it must have just been so amazing, mm-hmm. you know, to have Jesus explain all those things that were true of him, uh, written of him in the Old Testament, yeah, yeah, leading it, up to it.
0: So, you know, it kind of makes me think of uh, I think it would be called like negative space typography, but it, my grandmother had this little like wooden block on like a cabinet at her house growing up when we would go visit them. And, you know, it, it was like a wooden block and then there were these sort of like little rectangles of wood. They were all in like weird uh, shapes. Okay. And it it always like confused me so much to look at. And, you know, I was really young. And then when I was kind of around the age where I was learning to read, um, they they explained to me to look at, don't look at the blocks, but look at the space the in between the blocks. Yeah. And then, you know, I saw that it spelled Jesus. Oof. And so, uh, gosh. It, and then, you know, now whenever I see that, I cannot see, I can't like unsee Jesus. Right. Like the name Jesus. Yes. Like written not by the blocks, but actually in the negative space in between the blocks. Right. And so there's, that's kind of like what I feel like these guys are going through is, looking at the scriptures, they can just see like the blocks that are forming the, the, they're like forming the letters, but they don't actually see Christ in the old Testament and in the prophets. And to me, like that's, that's a little bit of what is going on here. When we see like Jesus is, he's clearly outlining everything Mm -hmm. for the disciples through his teaching. He's foretelling his death to like thousands of people um and and yet it's concealed and then in his resurrection he he begins to help people see in between the blocks and to see what's spelled in the negative space so to speak yeah and so it it is it is really interesting and um you know i don't know that's all i had on that (laughs) image Um,
1: i think that's a very cool i just i I was trying to picture like little will carlisle looking at that a
0: a wee lad i love it um
1: it's a great picture
0: But, you know, and and what we see here is Jesus, I think it's important to, to note what happens in these days. Jesus doesn't just die and then he could have easily like resurrected and just ascended right out of that tomb Mm. for everyone to see ascended into heaven, but he actually stays for a period of time. And he begins to connect the dots Mm. and, and to help everyone see, help his disciples see what's going on since the beginning of time and he's really laying the groundwork for the church Mm. and then he ascends and he sends his holy spirit to breathe upon this foundation that's been laid Mm. in the apostles and the prophets and that's what's talked about for the rest of the bible after jesus's life is that the church joined together uh, you know, a temple of living stones built right. on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Yeah, and so I, I think that that's really what's happening here. It's Jesus in His kindness and in His wisdom. Is He's He's beginning to build the church? Yeah, because you know, frankly, He He knows that we're too thick-headed to to take all the pieces. If He just gone up, but He He really imparts this this biblical theology, this wisdom to his disciples and so we see some of his wisdom and his kindness here do you have any other any other thoughts on well this?
1: i mean you know it's it's in a similar vein of what we're what we're saying but it, i mean it's definitely in line with this story but um you know uh, oftentimes we have a tendency to view jesus as like just a great man who ended up giving his life Mm -hmm. for the sins of the world, you know, for your sins and my sins. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was a Jewish Messiah and he was actually like a Jew of Jews. Like he was very, very Jewish. Exactly. Um, And he is tied to a whole story. And if you don't understand that whole story, then it's actually hard to fully grasp. Who Jesus was, mm-hmm. what he's doing in his death, in his resurrection, absolutely. absolutely. And so, it, it. I would just encourage all of the listeners that don't just learn about like the death and resurrection of Jesus and kind of camp out there. If you want to build out and and understand the death and resurrection, the ascension, the the church, and you know what you're talking about, like even being built on the uh, foundation of the apostles and prophets and phrases like these that we see in Ephesians 2 and we see other places in the New Testament. If you want to build out your knowledge of all these things, you really have to like understand the entire backstory that's leading up to Jesus. Absolutely. And I mean, Jesus was able to sit here with these guys on the road to Emmaus and tell them all these things. Um, and it, it it's interesting because it says that their hearts burn within us. And oftentimes we think, man if if i was there with jesus like i bet my heart would be burning within me too mm-hmm. however if you actually just dive into scripture you'll actually find that same burning of
0: heart yeah, absolutely. because
1: these are the words of christ like absolutely. this is the word of god that he has chosen to reveal himself with and so it doesn't take jesus sitting here at this little podcast table with us like explaining mm-hmm. these things even though that would be awesome that would be sick however
0: listenership would be an <laughs> through the <high>. roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. We might have to video record that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it, it, you know, we, we do have the words of God and like, yeah. well, I, I, mean, I think all of us have felt this at certain times when like the word of God does meet us in a certain way where our hearts start to burn within us. And yeah. it's this
0: burning of like, this is right and true and good. Yeah. And the huge key component there is that He's given us a Helper. He's given us the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's right. And we have the Spirit of Christ. And so it's not just like, okay, well, we have the Scriptures, so you know that's good enough. But we have the Spirit of Christ. So mm. it, it's you know we we don't need uh, another human. We don't need God in human form to explain these things to us. But He actually, you know, through us, fellowshiping with Him, yeah. and searching the Scriptures, He will light these things up before our eyes. And so, you know, it's it's important to see like the the disciples and the people who follow Jesus, they weren't connecting the dots because, you know, the the spirit of God was not indwelling them at this time mm. to, you know, lighting up the scripture before their eyes. Uh and so so Christ did, but now we have, you know, what what Jesus says is an even better access. We mm. have the the spirit of God indwelling his entire church. And so it's not like Jesus just throws you a life preserver and is like, all right, you know, go read the scriptures now. Yeah. But we actually have been given the spirit of God. That's and, right. And so it's a it's a great comfort.
1: I, I got one more thing that I think is important to Come add on. here. Come on. When, when Jesus goes into the village, he's about to go on his way, and they're begging him to stay. Hmm. And he stops, and he sits down at table with them, and they take bread, and Jesus blesses it, And he breaks it with them and he keeps talking to them. Yeah. I I think the word here, you know, especially to our like hyper busy culture, Jesus has just risen from the dead. Like he's accomplished like world salvation and a you know, and, and all this, and he's about to ascend up into heaven. And yet Mm -hmm. he takes time with these, with these two guys on the road to Emmaus to like sit in their house and actually talk to them and and to break bread with them. And so Man. sometimes the Lord, no matter how important we think we are or busy we think we are or whatever, sometimes we just need to sit down and like spend time with people, Man. break bread with them and just talk about things that matter in life. Yeah, and I don't know. I just kind of, as you were, as we were kind of wrapping this up, it was like I feel like that's an important no, that, thing
0: to point out. That's a great thing to close on. the The kingdom of God spreads through very ordinary means. You know, Jesus. Right. He, if I was Jesus and I just resurrected, you know where I would go? I'd go straight to a freaking Pontius Pilate's house. <laughs> what's up dude yeah. <laughs> i go to Caiaphas. Caiaphas I would go you know I'd go give I'm back yeah, 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 yeah. I'm back <laughs> like I would have the most WWE entrance of all time <laughs> I would go give That's Joseph awesome. of Arimathea a high five but Jesus like you said he he, For my generation, it was WWF, but WWF. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry to the old folks like Barry. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, I'm just trying to span yeah, yeah, yeah. different yeah, yeah. generations. There we and... go.
0: We are a multi generational <laughs> podcast. But no, like Jesus, he he takes a very ordinary path. Yeah. And you know, isn't that how like the church is is spreading even today? You know, the church is growing rapidly, but it's not growing like we wish it was. Like it's like if we could just yeah get you know, the sign to end all signs and throw it on Instagram yeah. and, and just prove all those darn atheists and whatever wrong. I mean, right, that's, right. that's like our mindset so often all the time. Yeah. And yet the way the church is actually growing is, you know, the Holy Spirit is is moving in, mm. in China. He's moving in the Middle East. He's moving mm. in little pockets of America. And, you know, sometimes that can be so frustrating to us, but how in line with that is that? of mm. the ministry of christ that's right. so that's right Yeah, you know, i think that's a great word for us to model our lives that our ministry if, if the lord is patient mm. to minister in these ways then you know i think barrett and myself and you listening we can take the weight of the world off our shoulders and be faithful and sit down and break bread and, and just open up the scriptures dude I'm ready to break bread come on right here let's, with you let's right go. now let's Will. get some bread let's go to Capella and get some bread uh, alright <laughs> well for Barrett Fisher this is Will Carlisle go break some bread with somebody and we'll see you yes. after that tomorrow on our daily rhythm
1: thanks for listening to our daily rhythm I'm Jason Dees one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant and our
0: daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's word